0: And welcome back to the Late Comers Podcast. I'm Amity. I'm Lemuel. And we finally ended up settling on a movie after picking a different thing, watching it, and deciding not to talk to you about that.
1: This was a better choice.
0: Okay, so we started... Hi, it's September. Welcome to September. Can you believe that it's September of 2018?
1: Can't wait till next year.
0: Is it going to be better then?
1: It will be much better.
0: Awesome. The we originally okay so you know how the premise is 1978 1988 1998 2008 so 1978 september was mmm dire Not dire. dire people apparently had better things to do than go to movies and people so people actually
1: genu- generally have better things to do hey to go to don't
0: Judge my life. So nothing really was speaking to us or there was only a couple of things out and both of them or Something all of was them.
1: speaking to me, but it was the cat. It said meow. Well, it said all sorts of things.
0: Uh oh, I know what it was. So we were going to watch either Up in Smoke, the cheech and Chong movie, or Death on the Nile,
1: uh a <laughs> You? Are
0: you okay? Are po- you choking? Oh. I'm Are you sorry, choking? i got a beast! stuck Do in the back you of need my <laughs> Medical Assistance. Yes. Um, yes, a Poirot uh, adaptation. And neither of them were actually findable. I couldn't find them. Which is
1: a pity, because I've heard that the Poirot not a film, it's uh, Peter Houston, I think yes, it Poirot. Yes, that's correct.
0: So September of 1978 didn't pan out. And then we thought, oh, we'll watch another TV show because we really liked the All in the Family episode and there are lists of, you know, television not to be missed. So we watched one of those episodes. It was... Uh, the Mary Tyler Moore episode, Chuckles Bites the Dust, and it was fine. But if we talked about it, it would be three minutes and out because there wasn't a whole lot to say.
1: This was, we had just come off a culturally significant moment in television that there was a lot to talk about. Yeah. To a, just an episode, a funny episode of a sitcom.
0: Yeah. There wasn't any there there. So. What we opted to do instead was look at the very long list of September 1988 releases and picked a second one of those. So this week we're going to talk about *Gorillas in the Mist*, a di- *The Story of Diane Fossey*, or um, *The Adventure of Diane Fossey*. I think was the original mm. um, subtitle, post colon title, um, starring Sigourney Weaver, released in. Uh, on September 23rd, 1988.
1: Winner of... Now you explain this, the Golden a Globe Award.
0: third... No, no, no. Oh, it was the Golden Globe. A third of a Golden Globe.
1: Her performance.
0: Her performance. She won a third of a Golden Globe. We'll talk about that at the end. It's a little bonkers. The, the Golden Globes in 1989 were uh, a very strange affair. We'll get into it at the end. But let's start with... You hadn't seen this movie, is that uh, right? I hadn't. Um, I and, always meant to. It's and did you films. know about her life? I knew about her life
1: because I had a subscription to National Geographic. Ah,
0: yes. Well, uh, that and, was her uh, primary funder. So right, she and was I also, I
1: mean, there was um, National Geographic specials on television all the time when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. A local television station every now Wednesday there's a whole night. channel. So right.
0: that's you know. <laughs> still every happening. Wednesday
1: night there was a National Geographic special that was run on our local uh, KTVU here. Um and so that was something I'd watched with my dad because he liked watching nature films. And I remember seeing one on Louis Leakey. Okay. Uh and his search for um the earliest known uh human. He relation. was like
0: he was looking for missing link, basically. Right. Or the closest to quote unquote missing link and he, he could find. I had a
1: lot of theories about how uh primate behavior is replicated in modern human behavior that explains a lot of what we do as a species. Okay. So I was really familiar with him and with uh, his work and also the people that he put in the field, the Trimades.
0: Okay, so yeah, and I didn't know any of this. I was Mm. eight when this movie was released. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert, guys, if you don't know the story, Diane Fossey was murdered in Africa in 1985. And to this day, no one has been prosecuted for it. So, and the Trimates are three women primatologists, Mm -hmm. one for chimpanzees, that's Ms. Jane Goodall, one for uh, gorillas, that Mm -hmm. is Diane Fossey, and one for orangutans, who's a woman who is... um,
1: of even try?
0: Scandinavian descent, whose name we are not going to butcher no, okay, on this episode, go. she's still alive uh-huh. and still fa- and she's famous, and so, so is, you could find could also, her. Could also, yes. I believe, still alive as well. I knew <sighs> Diane Fossey because I knew this movie. Like I've heard of this movie, mm-hmm. but beyond that, I did not know that she was killed. I thought she might be dead by now, just because she started working in the '60s, mm-hmm. but. Uh, yeah, no, I did not know that was a twist for me, which I got spoiled while looking on Wikipedia while watching the movie. Oh, so there you go. <laughs> but I think I'm idea. okay with it. So we start the film at a lecture where Diane Fossey, that's a corner weaver, in 1966, accosts Lewis Leakey, against the will of all the men surrounding her. That was
1: an interesting scene. I liked it. Uh
0: like she keeps trying to get his attention and he keeps giving his attention to men or there's mm. a photographer who interrupts her as she's speaking to him. They're clearly speaking to each other. She's not just talking at him. They're having a conversation. This photographer comes in and is like you need to take this picture. And then when she continues to talk to him even though he's up against the wall posing or whatever has the fucking balls to be like, do you mind? And I'm like, hey photographer, do you mind? You fucking asshole. And she like pauses like she's going to acquiesce and then keeps talking because she's not an acquiesce sore. No. (laughs) Um, She is a physical therapist, occupational therapist who's worked with autistic children and wants the job of going into Africa, Rwanda, the rwanda border
1: mm-hmm.
0: is it rwanda and congo
1: yeah I, I think she starts in the congo and ends. she up in starts
0: in yes starts in the congo ends up in rwanda um to count the mountain gorillas she wants this job has she ever seen a gorilla she is not. <laughs> has not has she ever I... studied she's has two years of pre-vet experience or education and that is it.
1: Now, not many people have actually seen a gorilla That's at this fair. point. Um, there's a, a book they keep referring to uh, for a, a leading primatologist expert who, if I remember correctly, had actually never seen a gorilla himself. In no, nature. he
0: had because she's staying at his... He had been there six but years earlier. Really, he
1: had a contact with the group. Not uh, he never not had too.
0: physical contact right. with them. He saw them. I think he saw them.
1: Okay. Um,
0: it's fair to say, and he counted their nests. That's how he would do. Which you the, could do without
1: seeing them too. Right. It's kind of nice. He would do
0: that, but he definitely never had physical contact.
1: With no, them. they're holding Diane Fossey's hand, so um, yeah. It's no, that didn't very different
0: happen. So he. And she writes down appendix because the person that they had sent out to do the previous count had to leave on account of appendicitis and almost died. So
1: she's very committed.
0: She's very committed. She gets her appendix out, her perfectly healthy appendix. She takes it out. He hires her. And in the six months that it takes, this is I, This is from Diane Fossey's Wikipedia page. It's, they don't talk about it in the film, but... Uh, in the six months it takes for her to get her visa, six to nine months, she does a ton of studying on, studying on primatology. She gets her appendix out. She gets all of her vaccinations. And then she flies to Congo. Now, she's engaged at this point. This movie... It doesn't handle time well.
1: Yes, and that's a, a flaw with it. Is that there's only one title card that I could remember that said three years later, which is yeah after her romance with a character that's an Australian photographer that's played by Brian Brown. But other than that, there's not really a good sense of how yeah. long any of this we, is taking.
0: We know that in 1966, she goes to meet with Louis Leakey at this conference. We know in 1967, she flies to the Congo and is basically left there alone and we know in 1985 she dies mm-hmm. those are the dates that we're given we are not in any way led like oh like you said there's a three-year gap from when to when though is unclear um so they're they don't handle time while they don't age her which can look hokey. They age her slightly and
1: that she looks more exhausted as the film goes on. That's true. And, and they
0: do give her her... Now, right. she is smoking nonstop in this movie. Mm. Uh, unless she's got eyes on gorillas, she's got a cigarette in her hand. Mm. And that towards the end, she starts having difficulty climbing. Um, and I did look it up. She, uh, she had emphysema. And... Ended up with an oxygen tank that she would need to get to the heights that they needed not a to get to. Film, nope, yeah. you don't ever see that. You see her having difficulty breathing, and at points, she, uh, she when there's an emergency and they're running, mm-hmm. she pushes people on ahead because she can't keep up because her breathing is labored. But timing-wise, we don't know anything. I only know that it ends in nineteen eighty-five because wikipedia says she died in 1985 like that's it so it's kind of unclear how much time has passed between each sort of segment of the movie um and we don't see she did come off the mountain she went and actually did some real studying i think she ended up getting a phd um she went to cambridge or oxford for six months or something like that to to do studying and we don't ever see that. We don't see her off of the mountain right? except when she has to flee.
1: The, the, the through line of the story, she's a woman who has no experience with primates, who's had experience with human beings. Um, through, now, what was the job that she did have?
0: She was an occupational therapist, right. physical therapist for autistic kids.
1: And then she... So she,
0: her, her pitch is, I interact with people who don't want interaction. Mm-hmm. Like, I a, have to touch people who don't want people to touch them.
1: There's a there should be a not should be I, I i'm seeing the film and what was interesting to me about seeing this film now at this point in my life is that the stories i heard about her were all very heroic and the person that Sigourney weaver is trying to bring to the fore is less heroic than you would think I and think she she's says and does heroic things that are awful at times
0: if you look at the overall like what was what she was accomplished mm-hmm. what or what she accomplished Right. like the fact that there are gorillas now
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: is down to her her but, actions uh, her actions were uh the actions of an unwell a mentally unwell person
1: she was rather <laughs> extreme and her behaviors are very problematic and there's a scene that we'll discuss later where yeah. it was just the language that she used was really yeah, surprising in the context of... Yeah, there
0: was some but, racist language coming right, out of her when she is surrounded by Native
1: Who have been Africans. really loyal to her. Mm-hmm. I mean, on on death. I mean, they literally were yeah. out there with her in the field being chased by people with machetes. Right. And these are the people that she turns on as if everyone failed her and she really did believe that somehow she had that... Um,
0: she has a, a bit of a... I'm of, the most important...
1: Yes, there's, a, a, there's real a real flavor of white entitlement.
0: I don't even think it's white entitlement. I, and I, I think... But it, Although I don't know. I don't, didn't know her it personally. It comes across that
1: way, I think, in the contrast to the fact that she's doing it with black people. That maybe... And that she's talking to everyone like they're a child. But and she so does that, she with do that with even with Louis Leakey, uh, I think.
0: She ends up talking to him that way. She talks to the photographer like he's right. a child. Up until and he's a she, white man. Well,
1: we should. We're getting ahead of ourselves.
0: <laughs> yes. So the first thing that we're going to see in Africa is she lands in a plane, um, and she's told to pick a tracker and mm-hmm. pick some porters. Just they're like day laborers. They're mm. just out looking for work, um, and then she picks a tracker who knows a little bit of English and says he's the best tracker. And
1: uh, now the way that she chose a tracker is amusing because they're all standing there waiting. These people are wearing rags. Their clothes are falling to pieces. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: they, this is in the Congo, right? They're having a civil war. Right. They're, they're in the, the midst war. of the Congo crisis.
1: So she, um, she's trying to choose when There's not enough English to go around, and her Swahili is awful. And at one point she just... Or they
0: don't speak Swahili. That's what I couldn't tell. Well, it's she Swahili. says something, uh-huh. and, it, and the subtitle said, speaking in Swahili. Right. And then she s- says something, and nobody responds. And then she says Swahili, and they, like, shake their heads. And I'm like, "Is that mean the words that you were saying were definitely not Swahili or these people are speaking a different language? I couldn't tell.
1: Well, Swahili is one of those Pan-African languages where you're going to pick up somebody generally if you can speak it. Um, at least that's my understanding. Okay. Um, but so anyhow.
0: it just, she was gibberish at She's probably
1: making no sense. It's Yeah. Um... And at one point, out of frustration, she just barks, Jesus Christ, and one of the guys crosses himself.
0: Yes. And that's so she's like, oh, you speak English. And he said, he says a a priest Uh had taught him. He also speaks French. French.
1: And he has a St. Christopher's medal, which also, at least culturally, that she had something that she could relate to. Relate
0: to, exactly. And And so, and he says, uh I'm the best tracker, he's a liar, and he's not as good as me.
1: And the guy agrees with him, no, I'm not as good as him, you know. Or he nods his well, head. Well,
0: he nods his head, and right. I'm like, but does he speak English too? Because if not, he's nodding at nothing.
1: I think, and this actor, I, I am not familiar with his name.
0: John Omira Miloui. And
1: I don't know if he's known outside of Africa.
0: He, his one... IMDb credit is uh, this film. Uh, he's not only not known outside of Africa, he's not an actor. He's, not an actor.
1: Okay. he's not a very professional good. Actor. He's very good.
0: At no point am I like, oh, this poor dude's sitting next to Sorority right. Weaver.
1: But he is really good. I and mean, he holds the screen and he winds up in a way not only being really devoted with, to her cause, but also being her conscience at yes, times. Yes,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, at one point he says, I'm ashamed of you, and it's like... It really
1: affects her, and it affects us, too, as an audience, because at this point, we know what he is.
0: Yeah. So, they hike to the jungle, it's like a two-hour drive, and then a two-hour hike to get to this cabin that the famous primatologist author, mm-hmm. Schaller, scholar I,
1: I know it was a name similar to that, It brought that, exactly.
0: And... Uh, had stayed at. And she... I mean, it's not what she thought it was going to be. And I there's that's also she had the, a hair dryer at one point. The entitlement thing comes in a little bit. No way that there's electricity you here. You
1: feel when you're watching, or I felt when I was watching it, that she's expecting too much. She wants um, a break at a hotel after coming on the airplane, being on the airplane for hours and hours and hours. Well, to be fair. Right. But at but the same time, she she's also
0: wants Louis Leakey to get in the <laughs> fucking truck with them, but he's flying to Tanzania. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. I'm just here on my own. Great.
1: And then there's also her carrying just all these, uh, all this luggage.
0: Yeah. And she, people literally leave, have
1: nothing to carry with them. He you know? tries
0: to leave two of her bags, and she's like, I left my fiancé and this, that, and the other, mm. and in those bags are my hair dryer, right. my brasiers, my underwear, and my makeup. And if they don't go, I don't go. And I'm like, a hair dryer? This bitch is going to be sorely well, sad when she gets really to where he. funny
1: that she, all throughout the film, maintains that she needs that nail polish. She winds up using it almost nefariously later on. Yeah. But she, she wants her beauty products.
0: But she does. And she does. Wa- she's mm. wearing makeup. So, so she gets up there. It's very cold on the mountain, we know.
1: It's very cold, it seems like, in fits. Like it's very warm all day and then it's cold. And it, it plunges into the real depths of being cold.
0: Um. And she's out tracking, and for six weeks... And she has to write letters to uh, mm-hmm. Louis Leakey
1: every type week. Typewritten letters. Typewritten. Tap, that. tap,
0: tap, 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 tap. It's 1967. Of mm-hmm. course they're typewritten.
1: No, they could be handwritten, but... Oh, that's true. Yes.
0: No, she types them. And for six weeks, they don't see a gorilla. And she's like, maybe I'm fucking terrible at this. She doesn't, she's not giving up, but she's like, I haven't seen a gorilla. I haven't seen a nest. And then they're walking... And she's like, "Well, what are these night nests? Well, how big is are, is the night nest?" and he and um, sembagare which is the, uh, her, the tracker. Her tracker, says, "Um, I don't know." And she says, well, "What do you mean that's what we're looking for to count the gorillas?" And he's like, "I don't know about gorillas." And she's like, "You said you were the best tracker there is." And he's like. Yeah, of antelope and... Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other? Well, uh, elephants? <laughs> he's
1: describing mostly things that you can eat. You know, the, 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 the yeah. idea that you're tracking something that, that's inedible and dangerous is not really it's something not, he's into.
0: So she's like, well, what have you been doing all this time? Right. And, she's, and he goes, waiting for you to tell me what to do. So they've just been wandering aimlessly in for the six weeks in the rainforest. It's a beautiful rainforest. It's gorgeous. <laughs> but and then she... Slips and falls. She
1: literally steps in it.
0: She slips and she says, Shit! Shit! I fell in shit! And then they're like, And it's fresh. It's gorilla spore. And it's fresh. She's like, It certainly is. There there be gorillas here. And she sees a mama gorilla and two baby gorillas. They're off in the distance. She's not going to get close yet. No. Um, and then she finds... The girl, like she's—they figured it out. Mm-hmm. All it's, all you have to do is touch an animal's poo, and then you have figured out the animal. Right, which
1: is one of those I think, and not to be critical of the director necessarily. No, no, it's fine. But these sort of lazy jumps that he takes in, like having a charming moment and then followed by the big revelation, which feels almost lazy compared to all the hard work and the accidental nature of right? probably how she discovered the gorillas in the first place.
0: Right. But yeah, it,
1: it makes out to be this sort of charming, simple. Or moment.
0: it's possible that because they're following her book mm-hmm. for a lot of it, right? It's possible she doesn't fucking tell them.
1: Well, she yeah,
0: don't she, worry about right. it. I'm a fucking badass. This is my mountain. These are my gorillas. You're yeah, gonna take my story. That. This
1: is something that yeah, no, exactly. I'm pulling that. She is.
0: It's my mountain. My these mountain, are my, my gorillas. gorillas. Lady, no, this God's mountain. God's gorillas. <laughs> so she meets with them and she treat keep or. She um, f- tracks them and she's watching their behaviors because the the sense at the beginning of the film is there were less than 500 of these animals mm-hmm. and we need to learn about their behavior before they go extinct um, and hopefully to keep them from going extinct. And the but, number
1: is dreadfully low. Yeah. It's really alarmingly low compared to the, the number that had uh, last been taken up in the count. So they... Yeah, um, and
0: what I didn't realize, <laughs> I don't think, is... I thought gorillas were in several places, Mm -hmm. but not so much really. This is basically the only place that they exist. It's not like they were like. I thought that there were groups of gorillas uh in various places, Mm -hmm. like tigers live in various places. There are kinds of elephants that live live in different places.
1: Widespread area where you find tigers everywhere, or you and you also
0: hear quote mountain gorilla. These Uh are mountain gorillas, and I'm like, well, there must be like. Plains gorillas then or like you know what I mean (laughs) nope these gorillas are all the gorillas if you want a gorilla this is where it comes from Mm, later uh she's so she's telling them that she's making progress she starts sort of inching closer to this group troop four or group four um And sometimes the babies will climb on her. Mm -hmm. Uh, She becomes
1: sort of accepted as a sort of straggler on the outside of the group. Right.
0: Like, if you keep your eyes Mm -hmm. down, you don't piss off. His name is Digit, because his third and fourth... Are webbed. uh, Digits are webbed. Or fourth and fifth. Fourth and fifth. Digits are webbed. So that's the silverback male gorilla. Um, Gorilla troops typically have one... Full grown adult male. Mm -hmm. And as soon as uh, the children get big enough to maybe be a threat, they are ousted from the group. So there's one male. Troop, right? And then, yeah. And then um, several females, adult females, and then several babies. That's sort of how it's made up. Babies and teens, sort of. uh, Excuse me. But she has never approached him and wouldn't because he would fucking rip her face off.
1: The scenes where he's aggressive seem sort of terrifying. I can't imagine. And her first reaction when she first meets Digit, who she bonds with later on, is to do the exact opposite of what her training is supposed to be, which is to run panicked. Yeah. Which is completely understandable because it is a very big, very strong, very fast animal. Yeah,
0: we're talking about a six-foot-high when standing Mm -hmm. 400-pound covered in hair Mm -hmm. big teeth hands that will grab you that's like a scary thing like the cat's claws could maybe claw me Mm -hmm. but i could push a cat off of me Mm -hmm. well a small cat i'm not talking about a lion the lion wins that's fine but like if it has hands and holds on like that's scary um
1: and the hands are enormous as you pointed out, they're, they're Yeah, they're, they're
0: very, very big. Like, one finger is about as long as my whole hand. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're she's... very
1: tough, too, because it knuckle walks. So this is a yes. big, strong... And when you look at a gorilla, and there, I like the fact that there's moments taken to just admire how remarkable a gorilla is. Yeah, as there you know. are,
0: um, we should say, the filmmaker used wheel gorillas wherever possible, mm. And then Rick Baker designed the, the most Baker. realistic yeah. um, gorilla suits that had ever been
1: put on film. Put on I don't film. think that, that you're gonna ever talk. And that I
0: lot. legitimately, I mean, uh, you could kind of tell, uh, but they got very good performers, and yeah, they were incredible suits. Well, I
1: think what there are moments when it's obvious. Like, there's scenes where animals are being hurt. But this is not right, a real gorilla, right? Of course. Um, I think what they he did a really good job with, uh, and Rick Baker we've discussed him before on this podcast yeah, in relation to this because he's a genius. But he had the difficult job of now we're going to intercut this actual animal with an animal that you have to manufacture, and right. it has to be seamless,
0: and also like. We know that none of the baby gorillas that she's interacting with are gorillas. Mm -hmm. Those are actually chimpanzees in wigs and makeup right, to make them look more like baby gorillas. Because a
1: a baby gorilla... The
0: the problem with the baby gorilla wasn't the baby gorilla. The problem with the baby gorilla was the mama gorilla.
1: gorilla. You can't
0: mess with their babies. They will kill you.
1: We tend to see, because I I didn't know this. When I I was a kid, I watched a lot of uh, Tarzan movies.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, right, yeah.
1: And so the cheetah, the chimpanzee you see, is always a baby. I didn't know what an adult chimpanzee looked like, and I went to my local zoo when I was a kid and saw an adult chimpanzee. I was horrified because they're huge, and they're really, like... Oh,
0: yeah, adult chimpanzees are very big and and also
1: mean. (laughs) Yes, very mean. And then, you know, there's this thing that's flinging shit at you. I'm like, wait, that's not I've only had an
0: orangutan throw shit at me, so I don't know. An
1: orangutan is something else you don't want to... But they're very... The I, an
0: orangutan scares me for the same reason as those mm-hmm. hands. Though their arms are super long, you think you're out of the reach of right. that animal? You're not. Well,
1: <laughs> my first exposure to the orangutan it was watching. Okay, was reading *Murders in the Rue Morgue* by Edgar Allan Poe. Okay, with the orangutan loose running around Paris with a straight razor Whoops. and just sort of cutting people's throats because it's because
0: it, it's a redhead. Can't well, there we go. Oh, that, by way, the way, Diane Fossey, redhead.
1: And I'm sorry, spoiler alert for everyone who's not read Murder in the Room. Yeah, also, that's, I might, the that's a little rude.
0: But um, They didn't come here for your book <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> right. They came here for movie spoilers.
1: But um, but that was my first ever experience of reading about one, so those things are horrifying to me. They're also apparently really... Chi- chi- uh, chimpanzees act out. They like attention. Uh-huh. They can be violent. Obviously, they can even be cannibalistic. But they like attention. They tend to be more social... Apparently, orangutan are really moody and kind of melancholy.
0: And they That's why they're and always they stare like, at the, you okay. Right. And they also seem very smart. We should yeah. get back to the movie. You're, but gorillas. <laughs> um, so with all of this good news that she's found the gorillas, uh, Louis Leakey lets them know that uh, National Geographic is going to be sending a photographer. She's not excited about it, Then he shows up. He's a pretty nice-looking gentleman. Uh, she doesn't want him going with them, and then she says, okay, you can come with us, but you can't have your cameras. And then it's, you can, like, and she kind of, he kind of eases her into...
1: And he eases it to it in a brilliant way, I think.
0: So, yeah, the way that he does it is she's talking to him about...
1: They're springing traps at the time.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. They find a bunch of traps because there is a local tribe. Is that the right word?
1: Well, we're not seeing much of them. Yes, they're referred to as a group of people, like it's an individual group. And it might be not be the a tribe Batwa. as much as people who live on the mountain.
0: That's true. Yeah, it might just be, might be mountain people that's that's live that live here. Um, so it's the Batwa who make their living selling
1: Both the heads gorillas and hands. And also heads and hands. And so her complaint, she's really furious at this and his statement, uh, Bob
0: She right. says I'm not even really mad at them. Mm-hmm. I mean she is, but it's is it her or him that talks about it's yeah. the doctor? Because she gets to the doctor right. and then he
1: He appeals to her by saying, Um, first of all, it's they're feeding their family when they're doing this. Right. Somebody's paying them a lot of money, like months' wages, and we've seen yes. how when she first came to that village, they're living in absolute poverty. Yes. Oh yeah. So what he does is that he he breaks it down for her in a really interesting way, in which she is focused on the poachers who are coming to kill the animals now, and he says you should be thinking about the doctor Miami who's using that gorilla hand as an ashtray.
0: Because I guess there's, they make the hands into these ashtrays, which is obscene. So upsetting. To which he And adds, then they have a head on the head uh, on the wall. Right. And she's like, if I, or and he's like, Well, shouldn't you be going after them? And she's uh, like, Well, I can't get to them. Right. I can't get to the doctors. They're in Miami. Also, they're rich.
1: And his idea was, have you ever met a doctor who didn't have a copy of National Geographic in their office? Which is the standby for all the doctors offices. Right. No, of course. Been.
0: So then she's like, Okay, well, they've never seen a tripod, mm-hmm. so you have to be careful of this, that and the other. And he takes very good pictures and sort of seems to push her into physical contact with Digit. Mm-hmm. She's like, he's like, well, could you do this? Could you try this? Could you? And it ends up working. And he like puts his big hand on her little hand. Digit does. Like um, palms up uh-huh. on top of each other. Well, yeah,
1: she she becomes like, she lies in her back, looks away, which seems to be how you communicate with the gorillas. Don't look at them.
0: Don't look at them. It, it's and an aggressive act. Right. So so she looked, and you're not going to win this fight.
1: So she looks away and sort of lies on her back and just sort of stretches out her hand and then he acknowledges her. Yeah. And then moves on. Yeah. So it was kind of like she got um, almost... Well, no, I believe that she got accepted into the group.
0: That's what it seems like, Because later
1: on, the gorilla seems to... One of the gorillas, a, a baby, really gets fixated on her. Yeah. Because it's the only familiar thing that... He sees, but yeah. again, that's getting ahead. Yeah. What we should mention, though, is that she, um, her and Bob Campbell become attached to each other.
0: Yeah, they start sleeping together. Now, um, he's married. And he is married.
1: And the way that she discovered, or she mentions that she knows that he's She married. already knew. Yeah, yeah, but what she did is that you get, become aware of the fact that she's a really good observer. She is. Because, oh, I, you know... What will your wife think about this? And he's—I didn't. And this is after they've slept together
0: once, but well, in the movie once.
1: And so her uh, his her explanation is that when he came out of the the first night that she met him, it was raining, and he left his wet um, kind of like poncho right outside, (laughs) rather than bringing it inside, which is something that. Would be reinforcing you by a wife. Don't bring that wet thing to the It's just some
0: house. fucking. Ugh.
1: But it's true though. Yeah, but this is it's also true this for 1960... It's true for that. Right.
0: Me- maybe I don't know.
1: What I also found very funny about the now Sigourney Weaver is, as she described it, something like five foot twelve. I don't know. She's yeah, she's tall.
0: tall. She's six feet. That's right.
1: Brian Brown is a tall guy, and their love scenes seem to be a woman who has no idea how to deal with. People, so she's constantly tackling and wrestling. It. Yes, she <laughs> she rolls fine. him onto
0: his back and she just straddles him. That's their that's her move.
1: Almost as if she learned this from watching the gorillas. Like, okay, one's gonna well, be well, yeah, because she's now at this right.
0: point she's more of one
1: of them than she is a human being. Right at seems. this
0: point, she's been up there for two years, basically right. on her own. Yeah, he comes in now on in, her own. In, in quotes, in real time, they met in 1970. Uh-huh. Now. We also should mention that when she got up here, she was engaged, engaged and it and was a six-month detail.
1: Never, never described, which is one of the flaws of the film. Is, She's wait, engaged
0: right. in a later conversation, and then that is the last that right. we hear of him. I think um, Louis Leakey... There's a Leakey, picture somewhere, I think. There Richard. is. And Louis Leakey talks about uh, extending her time by a couple of years, and mm-hmm. says something about, oh, that poor young man of yours, or something, but it's not ever, she's just, that's it, that's the last mention yeah. of Michael, peace out, deuces, I'm here for the apes, so you can eat a dick, I don't <laughs> care, like, whatever. For a second, I thought when Bob Campbell was coming, uh-huh. I thought he was going to be her,
1: right. her fiancé, her fiancé
0: yeah. trying to find her, but, Nah. Well, no, her fiancé is out gonna looking gonna for going to be bitch. attacked
1: by gorillas trying to go looking for her. I mean, I don't know. She, her, But she also seems to, again, she's a very direct or very forceful personality. Yes. And so part of how she succeeds, like a lot of successful people, is just by pushing everything really yeah. hard. Yeah, that's true. I think that her fiancé was not going to, and, and she uh, she's not going to leave this mountain. She's not going to leave right. these gorillas.
0: Really, the thing about this movie, we're talking a lot about animals and mm-hmm. behavior and her real life because... Not a lot happens. I mean, things happen in this movie, but really it sum- it's summed up with she gets the Congo, she- and we should talk about the historical thing. She gets displaced. She's kicked out by soldiers. For being a
1: port agitator.
0: Um, they don't want white people, and th- that's what it says in the thing. Right. They don't want white people in their country. She ends up staying um, in Rwanda, mm-hmm. uh, which is a neighboring country, uh, with Rosamond Carr, who is a very fascinating woman of her own right, um, and ended up being confidants with Diane Fossey. They became uh, actually very close, um, probably pen pals. My guess. There's right. no phone up on the mountain. Um, and Get full use of that in typewriter. the. <laughs> and she and she says she's going to. I think resign. I think she mentions the fiance there too. I believe so. That's maybe the yeah last time. because. As much as she fights and says, "This is my mountain; these are my gorillas," uh-huh. she's also always like for for the first half of the movie, at least, she has continual rants of, "I left this, that, and the other right. behind," and it's like you can't have it both ways. Both ways. No, you can't. You just yeah. And so that was a why weird. I felt like
1: her f- character either that was a fault of the writer, mm. or it makes her kind of I don't want to say unpleasant, but.
0: Uh, An unpleasant... Difficult. No, like, yes, I
1: wouldn't want to necessarily be friends with this yeah, person. Yeah, I don't think I'd
0: want to be friends with her, Her priority honestly.
1: is, this is it. It's yeah. like, it's all about what I want. Yeah. And, you know, oh, wait here, while I go off for six And ends And d- definitely coming. justify the right. means.
0: But also, yeah, she will complain about what she is sacrificing. Right. And I'm just like, but... And that's also why, You me, made that choice to the do The entitlement
1: that. thing came across. You have ten... ten uh, uh, pieces of luggage you're taking with you up the mountain yeah. and you're complaining and but the bears I, I have don't
0: have a problem with the word entitlement. My problem right. was the mm. white entitlement well, we'll get to that because later. I think it's American entitlement. That might be the case
1: too. Uh,
0: in this case. In this, I don't think it had to do with her I race. Do... I think if a black person who was born mm. and raised in San Francisco and had the life that she had right. would have probably had the same Yes,
1: but I mean when I bring up white entitlement, it has to do with a later scene that we'll discuss too. Oh yeah, no, that's right. that's
0: fair. But I I really don't think I think it was an American at this point. She's
1: just kind of a little obnoxious, entitled, on, you know, all the stuff that you have and and yeah. Oh, so know.
0: she's out visiting. She's written a resignation letter uh-huh. because she's like, well, if I can't be on the mountain, then I can't do the job. So I've got to uh-huh. resign and go home. I'll go back. That's what it is. Yeah, she says. I'll marry Michael, and I'll have babies, and whatever. It'll be the life that I was supposed to have anyways. And they're out in uh, Rosie's Rosamund Carr's garden looking towards the mountain. And then it's... To, she, does she tell her? Or does she say, hey, that mountain looks familiar? Or what does she say? Well, this she's mountain, looking at the
1: mountain and realizing that there's another side to it that she can right, approach. It's but She conical. doesn't have to go through Congo.
0: Yes. So this mountain sits on the border. Mm-hmm. Of Congo and Rwanda. So she can just go up the other side of the mountain. And yes, when she ends up back at her very remote workstation, she'll still be in Congo, but she doesn't have to go through Congo to get there. So if they kick her out, they kick her out, but she can always get back in,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, going over that way. And then we never hear about the crisis or anything about that. Right, or it's again. Just, which is, so, again,
1: why it feels sort of like, it, this is focused on the guerrillas, but the sort of political context of everything going around yeah. is so much in the background at times. Like, wait. And I
0: think the, that's important, though, because if... How's that conflict going on? That's not it? where... But that's not the movie. Right, about. I know. And I she understand. had purposely... They didn't even... When she, they land, she's like, oh, there's a lot of soldiers here. Mm-hmm. And Louis Leakey's like, I think they're having some kind of civil war. They were not... They did not concern right. them. Like, nobody gave a fuck well, about the political... Another point, she
1: says... That, like, the, she behaves almost as if the civil war is getting in her way.
0: Oh, one hundred percent. She thinks anything would get in way, including a like it's, civil it's war. Absolutely, to
1: specifically stop her from doing what she wants to do. Yeah. Um, but going back to the the story, though.
0: Yeah, So uh, let's let's go through the rest of her brief relationship with Bob. Bob, um, when he's off the he they continue their relationship. She knows full well and never says you should leave your wife for me mm-hmm. when he goes to visit places. He's honest with her about going right. to see. I'm gonna, yes, you, what you think is gonna happen. I am gonna go see my wife at the end of. It's brought. It's shown like one one trip out for two weeks or whatever, mm-hmm. and then he comes back and he's like, "I left my wife." But my understanding right. is that was a thing that happened over time.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, because he was up and down on that mountain for f- three years.
1: Now at this point he's taking uh, actual movie film too, right? Yes, okay. they're
0: doing uh, live action stuff oh God, for what I'm going to
1: assume is that would be scary because you know the, the old school cameras had and the moving parts noisy and stuff. Motors, yeah. I like that. that's
0: why I think they ease right. uh, ease it up. Um, he's having some physical interaction with the troops, mm-hmm. uh, and she he gets a job in Borneo. Yeah, with orangutans, and they want Diane Fossey to go with him, right. and she's like, my, "My my gorillas are here."
1: My gorillas, mm-hmm.
0: and he's like, "Well, are, you, I mean, we're gonna are we gonna get married, and are we gonna yeah. live a life, and sh- you know, or she, he's, he's like, can you be here six months and a year oh. and.'" Away six months a year, because he hates the cold. No, so. there's an interesting
1: <laughs> character bit about him, because he's uh, very much what, when I was a kid, I was reading these stories about these photographers, how heroic they They're seem.
0: fucking badass dudes. Right. The, the photographers for planet Earth, too.
1: Yeah. He apparently got stuck under ice and wound up with a terrifying fear of the cold. Like,
0: Oh, interesting.
1: So at one point, in one of his they adventures... They never talk about that, he he but they do the keep harping
0: uh-huh. on... He hates the cold. He
1: hates the cold, and he's constantly trying to warm himself up by a fire. He's, he's, he brings a bathtub right. up. Yeah. So he's just, oh, he brings her a dog, too. Uh, it's almost like he's trying to be, to, to domesticate her in some way, not in a way that is shaming her, making her feel like less, but trying to bring the comforts of, you know, some sort of family environment. Right. And as hard as, as it is to say, to his credit, he was leaving his wife, he actually thought he was going to have a relationship with her.
0: Right. Right. He thought... Because um, he did. We didn't see a proposal. Mm-hmm. Right. But he did propose to her, and she did say yes. Now, granted, she's done this before and right. not followed through. So, mm. and eventually, yeah, he's, he gets a job in Borneo. They want her to go with him. Mm-hmm. Um. And she won't go, and their relationship is done. And we don't see him for the rest of the uh, film. Yeah, and
1: then it just jumped to a title card that says three years later. Three years later. We don't, we don't, yeah. yeah.
0: But, but what three years, we don't know. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't know. But w- what we're seeing is a lot more interaction between her and the natives.
1: And we also see a lot more interaction, like she, because again, the way the story is told is a little yeah. uneven. Because now we're introduced to a villain. We, yes. We've seen the poachers coming through the woods all the time, but now that she has the sort of knowledge that it's not really the... Like, a there's a middle... Yeah, yeah it's not yeah, the Batwa. It's, it's, it's Van a, Vechten.
0: Yes, Van Vechten. He's a Dutch asshole.
1: And, who, uh, and he's the person who's actually doing a lot of the... Um, he, and earlier in the film, we see a poachers uh, kill a mother...
0: Yes, and take the them, baby. Take
1: the baby. And because Van Bechten had it promised to a zoo, and this also is the beginning of her beginning to establish a relationship with local uh, government.
0: Very much like the Minister of the Interior. Right. That's, so this man mm-hmm. who works in the city that is adjacent to her area, who is also in charge of work visas, so that's pretty key, but... You know, sells permits to poachers to mm-hmm. get certain things because it's a huge amount of money in an economy with no money. Absolute
1: Absolutely, so he part has it,
0: yeah. people that he needs to feed, and he he tries to. He's like, "Do you right. want to engage with me on whose priorities are more important when I have this entire city?" Right. And she's like, "No," which good, oh, good. So you <laughs> went to back down because I I can't with. People who think animals are more important than right. people. I'm not saying they're less important, but I am saying they're not more important. <laughs> um,
1: I'll say it. I'll be the villain. I prioritize human life. I love animals yeah, too, but go. I just yeah. I, mm.
0: Yeah. No, it's hard. It's a, yeah. it is a hard situation. Am I? Would especially... I ever say? Would you ever mm. say though? No. If you kill the last of the mountain gorillas, that's then, that's I mean, where
1: it becomes really complicated because you're going okay. So. Because I remember as a, a kid hearing stories about the elephants being shot because they were wandering into people's fields and eating their food. Right. So who has a right to the space? The animals or the people. And right. And then it becomes, well... Why is it that foreign governments are so interested in preserving the elephants in Africa, but not the Africans? Right. And it's, as, it's a not a black issue. and white issue, for
0: sure. For right. sure.
1: And it's, you want to go, well, National Geographic, could you kick some money down to these people living in That's desperate, right. dire poverty? Yep. Could you start a program for them instead of another program to save the endangered animal? Because maybe they won't hunt this animal if they have some other way of making of money. Of making money,
0: yeah. No, nope. I know.
1: Yeah, it's, no. It's Africa all... gets
0: raw deal in the global. So she does. She
1: does um, manage to get like a, her her squad though. <laughs> gets
0: well. She gets. She starts. They think she's a witch. So she she they accidentally stumble upon one of the. I think it's a batwa mm-hmm. burial area, uh, which is just in the forest. So Absolutely it's not like they were accidentally. You know, not you know they, wandering looking for a graveyard. Yeah, they weren't. Um or even the Batois land. I mean, uh, all of the land prob- they would consider probably their own. So they're she's trespassing all of the time, but that's a who, who is right in this situation. Right. not but um a bunch of them come down um while she's standing over their graves, uh, which she didn't even really realize was happening. Uh although there were dolls carved wood things with husk hair yeah. that were being hung from the tree. And um, Sabagare tries to say, hey, there's dark magic. Like, we got to not go this way. And she's like, no, let's And just kept walking. Because she's a white lady in Africa. So definitely don't listen to your tracker about fucking bad magic. And um, so they could have stayed away. Sabagare <laughs> would have gotten them to stay away. Uh but they come down, they all have machetes, so there's a little bit of a um like are they just gonna Yeah bleed her out right here? And they ask if sh- they can touch her hair, which is better than most white women rich. do in the opposite direction. So good <laughs> job guys. Um which is red. And they leave her alone and they and Samagara so says they think you're a witch, and she's like file that away so she goes through at various times you see her painting symbols on trees with nail polish um she asks for like halloween masks and things uh especially with red hair mm-hmm. um, she's trying to build up a mythology about her in the natives sort of mindset well, so they'll be the a of her at
1: one point bob asks her if she's a witch because she has a nettle solution that she cooked up.
0: Oh, that's right. It's just, yeah, because right. he asked for like calamine and she's like, no, I've got my, like my own secret thing. And it looks, she says, it, that it's not guacamole. I'm like, ugh, no, that's the wateriest saddest guacamole. guacamole. <laughs> ugh. Um, and then she at, at one point comes across several mothers Killed
1: mm-hmm. six of them, I think, isn't it? I
0: think so. Yeah, and a baby taken. Right, two babies. Now, this try, happened when they Bob tried to Bob. Is told that, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it or is it the second time? I'm talking about the time when she goes down to the minister and she has that long conversation, right, about, conversation about who's about more, what's more important, and she agrees to take the baby back and sort of because she finds it, she whips it out of a van. Where it's basically dying. It would have been dead right. um, because it was dehydrated and hot. Um, and,
1: and it was stuffed in a van full of other animals. Other animals.
0: Yeah. There was a big snake, right. there, there were birds. birds right. Yeah. Um, and she says, I will basically heal this baby gorilla. Its name is Pucker, the baby gorilla. I will heal this baby gorilla up so it can get to the hospital or it get to the zoo. It can go to... Because he won't pay for his... Van Vecten. Yeah, Van Vecten won't pay for the permits for dead you right. know, animals anyways. But with some of the money that you're getting for this, I need five men trained mm-hmm. to hunt poachers. And he talks her down to three. But she's going to get salaries... And training and weapons for three men to help her keep the batwa from murdering these animals and taking their heads. Uh, and that works, I guess, for a while because we see, like, later she's got students, and at one point she says, I haven't you know, we haven't lost a, uh, an animal to poachers in 10 months, which is. Yeah. But so I guess the next thing is when the students come. Right uh, and by then, by now, what we know is she's suffering st- from emphysema. She's having a lot of trouble breathing, there's coughing, uh, still smoking, so that's the yeah, power she's of addiction. Right. Da, da, da. Um, the One of the students sort of agrees to help. Van Vechten's still in the area. He didn't go anywhere even though he hasn't been getting animals. I guess he lives there. He's like the Well, maybe it's the gorillas he's getting. That's true. It oh, could that's be other that Yeah, that's true. Right. So, but he... Does he meet with one of the students?
1: I know that he meets with the Batwa right before the big inciting incident that drives her over.
0: Right. I don't I just, know if
1: she meets with one of the students. I know the students are very self-absorbed. There's a young woman that she takes a shine to because it's another young woman. Right. But and she
0: is sycophantic for right. her. I read this and I...
1: And there's a, another young man played by that actor who's everywhere.
0: Jorah Marmot, Marmont. Who is
1: just, yeah, he's every Englishman in the world and he, uh, he's, he's there Scottish, for... He's Scottish, so that's oh, not me. great. <laughs> uh, he's there for his own purposes and his own research.
0: Oh, should we wait? that's it's okay. Mm-hmm. And to also have sex with the females. Right. right? Um, which she does, Diane does not enjoy. She no. gets mad and yells at them. But she's already pissed off.
1: Um, well, also she, but she, um, what happens during this trip is that she's out in the mountain with Semigari and with this young woman.
0: Yeah. And, and the she, young woman says, show me this tree that's near this place that you mm-hmm. wrote about. And she agrees to do that. She starts out like maybe or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then so there's a sense that she's being lured away because they were watching right, the troop before be the that. Case, yeah. um, it's never Clear, clearly... No. But it, seemed, it it feels to me like the young woman is trying to distract her mm-hmm. while this other thing is going on. And this other thing is that the poachers come and...
1: And that's the most traumatic scene in the film. That they, is easily the they most heartbreaking scene in the film. They really kill
0: is. this... Giant, yeah, probably fifty-year-old. Yeah, I don't know how old. I it have it's hard. They get, but... they get old, and uh-huh. he was big, right? Um, and she'd been with him since sixty-seven, yeah. and we don't know when this is, but I would put it in the early eighties. So mm-hmm. it's been a decade, yeah, that she's been with this troop of of gorillas. <laughs> that gorilla.
1: whole scene is really hard to watch,
0: and you, they hear the screaming, and uh-huh. she's. They turn around and run back, and she can't keep Presently, up. she can't do She's it. like, "Go, go!" Because uh-huh. she recognizes, she knows, she recognizes the yells, mm-hmm. so she knows what's happening. Um, and they actually show. The villagers sort of attacking Digit and Digit trying to fight back, but there are five people with machetes and spears. And that's spears. A, spears. That's right. is what
1: does the damage. It's That's too right, because the very cause first
0: thing that they do is they uh-huh. get him under the ribcage, and I was uh-huh. like, that's a Jesus hit.
1: Well, the idea is that they don't want to come close, because one guy tries with a machete and Digit. Apparently picks him up and throws him like a side. And throws him, that's right. Yeah. And so the, the way that they do it is distract him with one and they're stabbing him in the back. So it's just, basically. It's really, yeah, it's hard to watch. It's hard to watch.
0: Um, and when they finally get the clearing mm-hmm. um, and she follows them up, Sambagari is like, you don't, don't look. Yeah. And uh, Digit's body is leaned up against the tree. It's mutilated, the same way. No head, no it. hands. Yeah. Um, Which is, Like, real fucked. And and she is destroyed. She's destroyed. And she kind of goes out of her mind on... They grab two of them. Uh And she makes a noose.
1: And threatens to lynch them. And
0: puts one of them Uh on a stool with the noose around his neck Uh and kicks out the chair from under him, but the rope isn't attached to anything, so he just falls to the ground. Come on, y'all. Now, granted, mm-hmm. she knew that history in our country, but right. that imagery yes, is American imagery. Is what, it like they wouldn't, uh, they would be scared because mm-hmm. they think that this witch is legitimately going right. to hang them. But it doesn't. I don't know.
1: I think it has more resonance with us. But it's, yes, this is the scene. What that bothered me most. Because she takes it out on everybody. And she everybody. starts yelling at the students, and then she turns to these men who have been loyal to her the entire Ooh, yeah. time she's there, and she calls them useless wogs. Wogs, yeah. Now, I don't know if people in the audience know what a wog is. Um, it's English slang for someone who is not English, for one thing.
0: English and Australian slang. Right. It's their version of the N-word. It's right. less. It's racist. Well, because it's less loaded, I would say, well, than the N-word is. There's but... a
1: character called Gollywog. Yes. Which is a blackface minstrel. Yeah. I'm familiar with the word because I grew up reading a lot of colonial literature. Yeah. Rudyard Kipling. And, what, right. and they use that term. I never knew what it meant. And when I found out, I'm like, oh, so it's like a minstrel character. It's, yes, it's, it's a, a character minstrel marker. character, yeah. With black face right, and... And staring eyes and huge yeah. lips and the a whole bit. And I remember because we used to live in Emeryville. We had an yeah. apartment there. And there was a, I'll never forget, going walks in that neighborhood. I was always startled because there was an organization called World of Good. And the parking spot just read WOG on it. I'm like, oh, God. It's just startling. Yeah, yeah. So um, she
0: does use that term after ceremonially lynching somebody. So
1: I think the impression, and and the stories that I've read. And uh
0: Samagare is like, she's like, why don't you have my back? And he's Mm -hmm. like, I do have your back. Always, right. but I'm ashamed of you right
1: now. Right, which also and
0: happens... And then she, like, start, finally starts crying. Well, I because she did
1: something before that that also was really... She goes and burns the Oh, Batwa that's right.
0: They huts. go out and find the Batwa uh-huh. yeah, village. Uh-huh. Mm. Well, these huts, it's almost there like a camping these, village. Yeah, there are these huts with, like... And they're all mm-hmm. vegetation. They're they made of strong. she finds a... A torch. A cooking fire right. that hadn't been put right. out all the way. And she makes running, a torch. they were running. They know what they
1: done. And right.
0: they... Um, and she... Yeah, she and, burns And the, again, out. I think
1: that's where somebody already goes, for people who have nothing, you've just burned down their, their and, place. This yeah. Is, this is like all yeah. they had. And so at this point, yeah, when he tells her that he's ashamed of her, that seems to bring her into some sort of sense of what she's doing. Because she is now really losing her, her bearings.
0: Yeah. And she has an altercation again with the minister down in the city. And Simpakari so is like, You're going to fuck up. And they still have to grant you work visas right. or they can kick Every your year, ass out of the country. Right and she pulls out uh, her passport and says i just got a proof for a 3 year v- work visa they can't do shit to me
1: now this is after he's telling this is at christmas he's stringing popcorn that's
0: right. they're stringing popcorn and she's been her.
1: very domestic with her glasses on and uh, sitting they're there she knitting what is, is she, sweating? Sweating? What like is she so doing long. i can't no, remember. It's I something don't think very domestic so. looking and he's telling her you can't shoot at tourists anymore yeah you can't She's like <laughs>
0: i shot above their heads <laughs> right and She's the scenes.
1: Obviously, some of her lines are being played for laughs, but she really is an unstable person. Unstable person, and, and she's
0: she believes that she national geographic will no save her. Right, right inside of this, like inside of this country, that is not her country. Right, she is taking a lot of liberties with the lives and property of other people, whose like country it is. So. But then, yeah, it's a lot of it's, they're my gorillas. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one who can save them. There's a lot of that too. Yeah, if I'm not here, they're all gonna die. Like, uh, but they can they can't do any they can't touch me. Well, they can't do anything part of to me.
1: Why that doesn't work is that she's not really allowing room for anybody else to come up there either.
0: No, she doesn't. Yeah, you know, it's. I'm sure that she had several groups of students. Mm-hmm. We only see the one. Right. But my sense is that that's a regular thing. Where but I think they... Bob
1: had a better idea. It's like, if you, the more attention that you bring to this, and even Sam Bagari tells her, we get tourism, then we don't have to rely on killing gorillas for a, you know, a living. Right, exactly. Those same people who are poaching right now, if you give them pay to do something else, they'll do it. They don't want to be poaching. Either. They don't
0: want to be poaching. Yeah, no. These
1: people are hunters. You know, they want to hunt and get game, and they want to do other things. They, they don't want to poach, so if you give them something other alternative, you get tourism right. in. They come over, they go on gorilla tours. They're not going to kill the gorillas. Nope. They appreciate them now because keeping the gorillas alive, they have a stake in it now. Right. Keep them alive, we right. get tourist dollars. Yeah. So her, her but thinking, she just
0: had this black and white, right. and also no one gets to see them but me. Right. Because somebody's going to fuck it up, which I mean.
1: There's well, I agree mm,
0: with her in principle. Principle. It's
1: like it's, if, if your real goal is to save their lives, it can't be about you. No. And I think that's And where so her, much
0: of it feels right. like it's about her. Um, and then that, they show it as that night. So December, mm-hmm. what, December 27th, 1985. Or, so it's the night of the 26th. Mm-hmm. She goes to bed, and they find her body the next morning. When the person who find her reached down to see if this is going to be graphic uh, to see if she had a pulse, Uh, he saw that there was a machete slash clean through her face and was like, that's clearly what happened. We don't see that. We see the shadow of a machete on the like wall. And then the next morning when it's light outside, you see a, a shot of her hand with blood in it. But you're not. They they don't get graphic with her actual death. Oh, yeah. and then there was the part, and then I cried, and then um, she had a burial site that she had buried mm-hmm. the gorillas that she had lost in the troop for the last what, eighteen years, um, sixty-seven
1: to eighty-five. Yeah, I guess
0: so. Yeah. Um, and Digit was buried there. She is brought up to that same place and buried with them, and then the last thing that you see, each of the each of the graves have rocks around them, placed mm-hmm. around them, um, and previously in the scene where we had seen the um, the Batwa grave sites, two of the rocks had been formed like the rock rings had been separated and to form one big grave. Um, and he said that that was so that their souls would be joined forever, and so she's placed next to Digit, and then he starts. To cry. It's so like it's so sweet, and then he starts separating the uh, the rock rings, and then joining them together. Right. She couldn't the... handle a person for more than twenty minutes at a time, but she loved that damn girl. Which line.
1: in their Belief means they're joined together. Whatever journey they take after, right, in their afterlife, is actually a journey that they take together. So, I thought that was yeah, that was her only real partner in the film aside from Sembegari. Yeah, Sembegari was, like,
0: was too. Um, uh, the the final thing is, uh-huh. you know, basically there. I don't remember what the quote was exactly, but it was the counts are much better. At, but if she hadn't, yeah, she gave been it a there, critical
1: time. To save them,
0: yeah. If she hadn't been um, there, there wouldn't be gorillas anymore. Um, and then her mur- murder remains, or her death remains a mystery. Let's call it a murder. It was definitely it's a murder, murder
1: right? A uh, like,
0: machete in the face is murder. That's definition of one. Which is one.
1: very strange. You know, going over the the list of suspects they had, you know, it's like people for personal reasons wanted to kill her. People right. for you know, apparently
0: could be the batwa, right? could, that they were in the village right. um, when she tried to, or you know, fake hanged them, but once again, we, because of the way the time in the movie works, yeah. is, I don't know if that was uh the day before, or a year and a half ago, or like five years ago, I don't know. We just know that she's escalating more and more. Um, the, yeah, the minister... Uh, whatever, of interior or tourism or whatever he is, could have enlisted somebody because well, she'd just become a pain in the ass.
1: In Rwanda, there was a, a trial in absentia where a man was tried and convicted of his murder, but there's no extradition between... Uh, Wayne who? Wayne McGuire.
0: Of uh, her murder? Yeah. Oh, weird.
1: Um, it says, uh, tried in absentia for her murder. The alleged motive was that McGuire murdered Foster in order to steal the manuscript to the sequel for her book. See, Triangle. that's
0: crazy, too. Like, in, the rescued, dumbest right, reason.
1: Said that he was not happy with his research and wanted to use any dishonest means possible to complete his Oh, work.
0: research. Right. Yeah.
1: And so another person who was accused of murder was a tracker that she hired, Emmanuel, uh, Emmanuel Rowelecana, R- and mm-hmm. he'd been fired from his job after <laughs> attacking her with a machete. Right. And then, uh, so they pulled him in and he hung himself in prison.
0: Ooh, that doesn't bode well.
1: Yeah, but there's just so many... Apparently... Just from what we saw in the film, at one point in the movie, she has a child who wasn't running as fast as the rest of, of the poachers. She has him bound up. She puts on a Halloween mask and plays gorilla sounds in the background, That's so right. it sounds like she has a troop of gorillas inside of her cabin. They're going to drag him there,
0: and that she's conversing with them, right? Like she really is speaking with them,
1: right? So, and then she. And I remember in Africa. Witchcraft is a very powerful motivator there. Yeah. People lose their lives. But yeah, so there's just so many reasons why somebody would kill her, unfortunately.
0: Crazy, yeah. Um,
1: so what did you think of it?
0: I, I'm... You know, I, I thought the performance was really good. Uh-huh. Uh, um, all the performances, actually, I think were really good. Um, I think it was beautiful mm-hmm. to look at. I think the structure needed help. yeah. So this movie is directed by Michael Apted. Uh, the first thing that I thought about was the 7-Up movies. Yes,
1: maybe if he'd come back seven years later and directed another film. <laughs>
0: maybe. Um, and so I was that like, oh, so sense. he's not even a, a, a narrative filmmaker. Mm-hmm. He's a documentarian. And then I looked at his his uh, IMDb and I was like, oh, I couldn't have possibly been more wrong. The only documentaries he's ever done are the ones I know about. Um so he has directed all the things you guys you can look. He's at He's hit list. just
1: about every kind of genre in film. It's true. Um,
0: um, but the cinematographer was John Seale. Mm-hmm. So that's he's won all the awards, mm-hmm. right? So um, I think that's one of the reasons it looks. And then the makeup that Rick Baker did is, you know, stellar. You had said that he wasn't going to even get credit. He didn't
1: want to credit him and it was not until um, So who people, didn't want to credit him? Uh Mike Lapton wanted to bring him in uh, on the download because there is a lot of uh, a fair amount of footage of actual gorillas interacting with Oh yes, quite the a bit. But and and um uh, my my um the way I judged was that uh, every time you see someone use a zoom lens, it's because it's an actual gorilla, and they're trying to follow something that's Yeah, no, yeah, the that's definitely right. And there are scenes where, particularly the hand-holding scene with Digit, we have to have a scene where it not only touches her, but that it kind of looks at her. And there's a, a bit that was uh, during Digit's death, you know, where there's a lot of drama going back there, back and forth, even yeah. when it's communicating with another gorilla. So... They had to make clear that no animals were harmed in the making of the film, and that's right. when Rick Baker's really name, his name came out. He was an associate producer there.
0: Yes, he definitely had a producer um, credit, so that was probably negotiated before they realized. Oh yeah, we yeah. have to let people know that we didn't hit a real gorilla with a machete. No, right. So, And Rick that's... Baker, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but I think oh, the movie is not as good as its mm. pieces. I would say.
1: I think that.
0: Uh, and and uh, I don't know if it's an editing choice or, mm-hmm. like, if they had just been clearer about a timeline, maybe? I don't know. It's pretty long. I mean, it's two hours and nine minutes. And in 1988, that seems like a very long movie.
1: It's. I, I think that the, the issue that I have with the film is that it kind of, at times, drops the narrative thread. Yeah, and it's so, just like,
0: look at the gorillas right. for a while. And I mean, granted. Yeah. Yes. And okay.
1: So I, I feel like I'm at points. We don't know how much time passes from one scene to the next. We don't know how much time passes from one incident or life to another. Um, Sigourney Weaver is the reason really why you're watching this movie.
0: She's very good. And the
1: chance to see gorillas. Yeah. But um, Sigourney Weaver is really the reason why you're watching this movie because had it been another actor, and I'm, not, I'm having a hard time even thinking of actors at this time who could have pulled this off. Pulled it off. Um. I'm having a hard time thinking of actors now who could pull it off but it needed this, a person of stature to carry yeah. this and you and needed to, an older yeah.
0: woman that you could see, make seem younger because right. that always works better than trying to tell me that Jennifer Lawrence is a 40 year old mom very well, she's yeah. not so stop it but can I believe Sigourney Weaver, with good makeup on, is a 20-year-old yeah. or a 26-year-old? abso fucking I can. But she's also and also, she you can age her up to right. 50 or whatever, whenever she Which needs they, to be. They
1: did some things. You were complaining about her physical appearances, that they never really gave her the striking red hair that Diane Fossey seemed to have in she, photographs.
0: Yes, but also in other photographs, it was more of a Muted, Auburn situation. Right. Um, But towards the end of her life, she had streaks of white. Mm -hmm. And they didn't do that with her. So I'm like, when is this? And then I was like, oh, it's Christmas? Oh, she's going to die like today.
1: (laughs) Right. There was not... So there's some flaws with the way that the film tells a story. Um, Yes. uh, But other than that, I think that you're really watching a really strong performance carry it over those flaws. And you're watching a lot of really amazing work from the cinematographer. Because Africa is beautiful. Of course. Um, and so it's it's photographed in this very sort of loving, beautiful way. Uh, everyone seemed to work together on it to sort of bring this to bear. But there is there are certain flaws to the film that yeah. you really can't overlook. It's almost uncomfortable at times. Like, well, okay, major character gets introduced, major character is dumped halfway through the film.
0: Right, because the only like, major character. Is, is her.
1: her and Sam Bagari
0: and well yes and Sam Bagari who is apparently not based on a real person uh-huh. based on a based on a real person in another person's life.
1: Oh okay.
0: So Rose Roseman Carr, mm-hmm. who is a doctor, lived in Rwanda most of her life. There's a documentary about her. She's also a fascinating woman. Um, had a man like a porter a servant um, with her for her entire life there basically. And Sembagari is basically based on that. Mm-hmm. Because my sense is Diane Fossey was um, a person who, wanted then needed to be alone. Yeah. I don't think attachment with humans was her forte. So I don't... I think... But that's a rough movie to watch. Then you're watching Castaway Away with, like, extras. And that's yeah. not really a way that you can tell the story. I mean, but she was like, she was physical with the men in her life. Mm -hmm. There's a, her Wikipedia article details the fact, and I think they do detail this because it's in her book, the fact that when she was at Cambridge at a a point, um, so had left the mountain, she found out that she was pregnant and terminated that pregnancy Mm -hmm. and went back out to be with the gorillas because those two things
1: can't
0: can't overlap. And my sense, though, is from the way that Sigourney Weaver played the character, this is a person who is too centered on herself to properly care for another human baby.
1: I think that's the case.
0: She's a bit of a narcissist.
1: Yeah, she is. Certainly, because she makes herself the focus of this entire story. Right. Um, I mean,
0: she loves the gorillas. She
1: does, but it's that position of authority where how you love the gorillas. Right. You know, they're my gorillas, I own them, and there's a
0: there's Well, she and I don't think you'd ever say owned she them, no, owned no, no, them. That's no. a that's a Um
1: Let me rephrase uh, that. It's she has a sort of a right of possession where nobody else can see uh, yes. them, nobody else can associate yes. with them. Everyone nobody owns them, me.
0: but I'm the only one who gets right. to get close to them. And now,
1: for Simagari, though, and there's another film that I relate this to, which is Out of Africa, which was released a few years earlier. We're go,
0: we're going to be watching that soon. Uh-huh. Because oh no no no, I'm thinking of a different one. Yeah, yes, Out of Africa. Which I is- have watched the hand we- or the, the the hair washing scene, and uh-huh. that is it.
1: That is a wonderful film. That is but the only there's thing also I've seen. A similar thing that when we were talking about samigare about. Um, Isaac Denison's character has a black man, a servant, Farah, who is the most loyal, the most extraordinary human being in her life, and she seems to come into some awareness near the end of it when she's finally having to leave Africa that this is the only real friend that she made right. that she could trust. Like, this is the so closest this, person to I me I wonder in my life. if this had an effect on the, you know, since you're telling me that Semigari doesn't exist as an Maybe. actual historical character. Yeah,
0: no, no. And, you know, l- and like of, I said, mm-hmm. Rosamund Carr had... Right, a similar relationship. So yeah, maybe that is. And they were just like, "Let we gotta, we've uh-huh. got to humanize her somehow."
1: Right. And so you have this other person who acts as her external conscience. Um,
0: In some regard, is interesting because also we find out at the very beginning he had a family and he lost them and he lost them
1: and that's all you ever hear about it.
0: So you're not like, why is this grown man not uh-huh. ever going back to be with his family or you know that's why. <laughs> Probably in The Conflict, I would assume. Yeah, that makes sense. Um,
1: Although it's never made clear, really.
0: So, yes. A lot of things are not made clear Mm. in this movie.
1: That's it. There's a lot left untouched on that you really want. Well, what about this? What about that? I know that would have made a longer movie, and it might have been better, frankly, from a narrative point of view, to take a point in her life and work from there. Yeah,
0: yes. Oh, here we go. The biopic. Or biopic. How do you say it?
1: (laughs) I don't say biopic. It sounds like myopic, and you it can does. only see what's directly in front of your face. <laughs> so
0: biopic, that right. I'm more maybe comfortable Maybe a more of
1: myopic it. biopic would yes. have worked, something that yes, focused on similar, yeah. points in her life.
0: Instead of basically yeah. the only part that anybody cares about her, the gorilla part. Right. <laughs> because yeah, we also, we meet her in mid-gorilla obsession. Right.
1: We don't know exactly why she's here. You know, the things, and again, something that you've said before, the things that we're covering are things we've had to pull from somewhere else because the film didn't tell us. This. Yeah,
0: yeah, we're a lot of what we've been saying introduced are to a pushy young
1: woman who wants to know about gorillas yes. and she gets what she wants and then she becomes obsessed. It's by
0: crazy them. to me that there is a time though uh, when a woman with no or anybody really with no experience could go up to an academic and be mm-hmm. like, "Pay me to go to Africa to count right. gorillas." Are you? How many people today? If you open that job interview or job application up, and you didn't have to be a primatologist, yeah, how many people would line up for that? So many. In this job, she she got the job basically because she was like, "You need someone to go, and I want to go, okay. and you don't have anyone to go." See, because there's a
1: lot of little things that didn't get covered. Her boy, her fiance, disappears. Michael. Um,
0: I'm sure he's happy whatever there.
1: happened to the Australian character after he disappears from her life. Bob disappears, does he get back together again with his wife? What does he go on doing? What is
0: it? Well, I Who's don't care person? about any of that. No, but really. I'm curious
1: about that because I want to know, you're introduced to these people and then they're just dropped. Yeah. And then there's little things, historical things like, how far, if we're only seeing her trying to terrify the locals with these Halloween masks and things, how far did it go? Right. Right, how far is, is this new thing? This is the stuff yeah. she
0: would talk about and tell us about.
1: Right, what is the stuff that she didn't tell us about? And if was that
0: the 17th huts, right. the, you know, grouping of huts that she'd burned? Like, was she just... When,
1: if Sembagari isn't there to act as her conscience in real life, what did she get what up to did she, she did to? tell you about? That's true. Or for that matter, um, I mean, there's, yeah, there's just all these little details where you're going like, I, I, I'm not really getting enough to know what's going on in this story. Yeah. So I really felt like it should have been a bigger story. It should have been a miniseries or it should have been focused on a single point in her life to try to give me more about what's going on, because I still, I'm, I don't know any more from looking at that film about Diane Fossey than I knew going into it. You know, I knew more from, I, or I've I read more in the last couple of days.
0: So, I think that brings us to the end. Yeah, it that does. That's, oh, one last thing. Uh, Sigourney Weaver <laughs> won. Oh, yes. the Was nominated alongside Jodie Foster and Shirley MacLaine and Meryl Streep and... One other woman whose name I cannot remember for the Golden Globe for Best Supporting or Best Actress that year, the Golden Globe went to three of them. There was a three-way tie for best uh, Best Actress in the Golden Globes in 1989 for her and Shirley MacLaine and Jodie Foster. There were also apparently. Four Three or five other ties that year yeah. at the Golden Globes. Hey, they fucked up real bad that year. That yeah. would be I. We no. watched the thing and it was fine. It was like I can't believe this. It's these three people. And then Shirley MacLaine didn't make the thing. Jodie Foster got up first, said her whole speech, and then Sigourney Weaver said her whole speech. And jo- Sigourney
1: Weaver towered over Jodie Foster. And yes, of speech. course. <laughs> it's
0: cute. But um, you know, they both look great, and she dedicated it to the gorillas. But said since they. They couldn't eat it or make a nest out of it. She'd hold it for them,
1: right.
0: and that's it. But like, I've never seen a tie at an award show. I mean, the, the uh, yeah, that seems bananas to me. To like it, we thought it was
1: outrageous when um, the wrong person was given the envelope at the Academy Awards. I'm trying to imagine something similar happened where you're at an award show and just three people three win.
0: people win. Yeah, no, I just I, well, I just feel bad for the two that didn't. Like yeah. that's rough.
1: <laughs> Everyone one gets of them one was Meryl Streep for yeah. *Cry
0: in the Dark*. Yeah, we'll be talking about that movie mm-hmm. later. Meryl
1: Streep will get over it. I think. Uh, yeah,
0: she weirdly, she bounced back. Right. um, uh, yeah, she's you know, a good. Two two decades to... out from *Mamma Mia*, and right. many things left <laughs> ahead of her. Tienes una recomendación? Sort of. Hi, that Spanish accent was. Very bad, and I do know that. Thank
1: you. And I got it mostly from reading her lips. Mm. Um, I understood what she was saying. I kind of do, um, although I don't have something new to recommend, really.
0: Is it middle-aged?
1: No. It's something (laughs) that I think we talked about earlier and that um, I finally got to see the end of, which is the end of um, Westworld.
0: Oh, yeah. So season two mm -hmm.
1: of Westworld which had an amazing finish that we finally got around to, because we're very busy on this end. Um,
0: Well, it's a combination of We're Busy, and also that show was very intense, very dense.
1: Yeah, in the beginning of the season, it got sort of complicated, and then there were samurai, and it got my interest again.
0: And it released at the same time as A Handmaid's Tale, and we couldn't... Like, f- the first seasons of those, we could kind of watch back-to-back and be like, that's a solid two hours of TV and out. Yeah. Both of them were pretty heavy this year, so we had to watch those separately. I think after at week uh-huh. three, I was like, I need to watch one of these things. I can't watch both yeah, cause of Yeah, because it was things. sort
1: of like being hammered um, on the head. And I think I'm really, I don't want to give any spoilers because some really st- unusual things happen let it be said, before the end of the the finale of Westworld. There's twists. There's lots of twists. It's twisty. But I really like this season, and I like the samurai episode. And then there was an episode about Native Americans, the Native American tribe that is the tribe in Westworld that you see mostly in the background in the first season, um, acting like typical Hollywood Indians. And then you get into the heads of one of these characters, and suddenly the entire thing takes a tremendous amount of heart. Um, and I can't go any more than that, because yeah. it winds up playing a huge part in the climax. But it wound up being just really striking and amazing, and there's things that are shocking at the end of it. You're going to have to watch it again, I think. Yeah, there are characters who you don't want to see um, get it that do, There comes... There's just some amazing stuff, and I really, without giving anything away, I highly recommend that second season. I know the first couple of episodes will be a lot of,
0: but this is a show too, uh-huh. though that you do have to watch the first season. To yeah, watch you do, the do the have to watch the season. first season
1: because it, it's a continuation of every plot line there and additional ones. And there's uh, one of the characters who is a villain really gets something that even I was like, oh man, that's I don't that's even know. That's very what, <laughs> rough. That's really bad.
0: I hated you, but I feel bad for you. And now. the look on
1: his face when he realizes what's happening yeah, to yeah, him yeah. was priceless. But don't give too much away. really great stuff. Really good performances, an amazing cast. I like how really strong the female characters are in this show. Although I'm not sure it's safe to call them female characters when they're not they're
0: female. They're, they're pre- female presenting.
1: Right, female presenting androids. So, um.
0: Well, and yeah. people. Tessa Thompson's a people.
1: Right. Tessa Thompson, Evan Rachel Wood. Maeve. Tandy Newton, Jeffrey Wright, James Marsden, Tessa Thompson. Um,
0: but specifically the ladies. Right.
1: Ed Harris. Uh, there's just Anthony Hopkins. This is an amazing cast of people. And of course, they added to it. Just a, 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 oh, even Gina Torres, Cell Award. I forgot Gina Torres.
0: There's a native actor who's very, very good, who I think might win an Emmy.
1: He should. Um, um,
0: <laughs> for that episode. There's an episode that focuses on the ghost tribe, the ghost nation.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Whew, that episode's very that good.
1: That episode is, it rings you out. There's some stuff in here that's just amazing.
0: My recommendation this week, Mm -hmm. uh, I binged, it is Labor Day weekend, Uh, I've lost my little buffer and we're back to recording right before I release. I binged this weekend, uh, season one, maybe the entire series of, Amazon Prime's Jack Ryan. Yes, Jack Ryan. And it's got John Krasinski in it, and he plays CIA analyst turned badass in the field jack ryan who is a character who has been played by several other people in the tom clancy uh, the affleck universe
1: um alec baldwin harrison ford i
0: wanted to say harrison ford had done it harrison
1: ford did it most successfully i I think because they and i've
0: enjoyed a lot of those movies oh and chris pine who is a Jack Ryan shadow recruit, because you haven't seen it, I don't think. So this time it's John Krasinski, sadly not bearded, but what are you going to do? And I watched the whole thing. It's an eight-part, one-hour-per-episode situation, and I enjoyed it very much. I thought a lot of the acting was very good. I liked to see Timothy Hutton, and his partner is played... Well, it's not really his partner. It's his boss, technically was played by Wendell Pierce, who I enjoy very much. Oh, it's been picked up for a second season, everyone. Okay. The internet tells me three days after it has been picked up for a second season. I hope that the second season deals with Russia. hmm I don't know if... The, the, it seems like they are not basing these on any particular books. Right. It seems like they are... And, and they do that with this character because they the have so many people yeah. at so many different ages. So this is the right when... You're, we're picking up right when Jack Ryan turns from economic analyst in the office to a person who's going out in the field. This yeah. is supposed so th- to be the first time that he so does this that. this
1: is kind of reimagining the character the same way that Hannibal... Yes, it's that kind yeah, of thing. Of it's like, the, like we know at some point know, he was right. a
0: desk jockey and at some point he switched over. Yeah. This first season is the case that does that, but it is right. sent contemporary to right now okay. where it's not a period piece. Mm-hmm. The bad guys, unfortunately, are radical Muslims. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see a second season if they do a second season, if they're going to talk about current political. Crises that the CIA would have uh, stake in. I yeah. feel like now they should be writing a Russia story. So well, I'm gonna hold, or China, Russia or China. The character
1: that we got introduced to, at least in the films, when Alec Baldwin played him was Hunt for an October, and it was Sean Connery was a U boat, well U boat that not Yes, well, so the there, there's and Sam Neill, and they were trying to defect. Right. So it was about a Russian defector and the Cold War, and so that gives you an idea how long this character has been around. Right it's sort of like James Bond if you're reading the books they seem really out of context right. because what well,
0: although to me it's a, it's a little ago. bit weirder with this mm-hmm. to have so many different people playing him because I kind of do ascribe the James Bond thing and this isn't mm-hmm. from the book so it is not you know mm-hmm. it's apocryphal but I think of James Bond 007 as a code identity Yeah. so anybody could <laughs> do it Jack Ryan is this dude's actual last name as far <laughs> We know <laughs> so um, but I you know, I like spy stuff and blowing up things, and John krasinski is able to get people to like him because his eyebrows are always furrowed in a look of pure concern, and from a certain angle, if his face isn't covered in a beard, he's got these puffy chipmunk cheeks that are so adorable uh and then from another angle, he's got like the most rugged looking face it's real- his angle is very significantly so I think that might be one of the reasons that he's gotten popular in these different genres Mm -hmm. because uh, a director can literally put him from this angle and he looks like a fucking badass but from over here he's like a pouty baby so yes and I'm like and I think that they like that they can kind of manipulate that, and he's a good actor, so he can do all of that. Well, those I was things. really
1: impressed by watching him go through the entire movie saying five words. Yeah, maybe. don't say anything. Yeah, I'm still. Yeah, to, to me, he's a little bit different because you know my association with Bond's a little bit different.
0: Yes, know. yes, yes. I understand that.
1: Jason Isaacs, by the way, is that or who? Is
0: oh, that's who you think. That's should, who. That's if who you picture. You
1: read the book. He's describing the actor, Jason Isaacs, who is not, who's at 50 at this point. He's not going to play James Bond ever. Yeah, too old. He's too old to start a franchise with him. But if you're not familiar with having read any of Ian Fleming's books, which are probably But
0: blonde Jason Isaacs no, no, or brunette Jason brunette, Isaacs? Brunette okay. Jason Isaacs.
1: Because one of the things that stands out is he has dark hair and very blue eyes. Oh, okay. Um, and describes him as looking a little like Hoagie Carmichael, which is weird, but... People will know less about who that is, but yeah, yeah.
0: that's they've got to update that a little bit.
1: But he's not, uh, he wasn't for some reason, he's more average in the books, you know, because
0: spies are supposed to go unnoticed,
1: unnoticed. But you're
0: supposed to look plain, yeah,
1: please. He's supposed to be, which is, uh, and again, I'm very familiar with the books, they're a fun read, but they're very difficult because some of the stuff that ian fleming wrote
0: i feel like there's gonna be some lady Ooh. problematic stuff that yeah, maybe there is yeah you know,
1: the attitude towards uh the yeah i won't even go
0: into it but yeah, some of yes yes so but i'm not talking about john james bond today i'm talking about, about the jack american ryan. james bond jack ryan well, not jack reacher jack ryan
1: the american james bond would probably be jason Bourne. in terms I of think skill this, level right but, but i
0: think that this character yeah. is I might be interested in
1: seeing it. I, I it's just I, it's hard when you're seeing the second or third or fourth incarnation of this character.
0: I I I get that. I so like where, this type of story. So yeah. the character is less important to uh-huh. me. Oh, but also his love interests.
1: Who's his love interest?
0: I do understand if you don't want to watch Jack Ryan because you are tired of looking at Jack Ryan ads. Mm-hmm. I'm with you man I couldn't watch anything I finished it mm-hmm. and there was a glitch on the Roku that every time I pushed a button another banner ad for Jack Ryan would come up right. and so then I couldn't see the entire screen because it was just four banner ads for Jack Ryan and I was like I already watched it like it's Saturday and well, I finished it the
1: computer it. really was so smart it would know the, it wasn't the computer it was computer the TV computer in your television so it watching the whole time um and listening to what you said it was
0: just like i fucking hate this show like <laughs> i like this show i fucking hate this show right now um i can't remember her name what is her name what is i think you can play it directly from imdb they're putting so they have given imdb a shit ton of money here we mm. go D-d-d- abby cornish Oh,
1: okay. I like her.
0: Yes, she's great. She's in a lot of things. She did a film where she was
1: so horribly underused. I actually felt bad about it afterwards, which uh, was—I don't remember the name of it.
0: She's a very smart lady in this, Mm -hmm. so which
1: is good because in the other film, she basically is shooting a, pumping a shotgun in a wet T-shirt at night, and that's. Oh come on! She's way better than that. Is she she
0: British or not British? She's.
1: She's one of the contingent of British actors. New South
0: Wales, Australia. Uh, Yeah. Loch Lochenvar. New South Wales, Australia. She sounds German and oh, because her name is Mueller. Never mind. Mueller? (laughs) She sounds German in this because she's playing a German and she's a good actress. I'm the worst. Watch Jack Ryan. Anyways, is that it for this week? I think that's it for this week. Okay. Are you going to answer me? Or? Yes, I, okay, yes. Cool. I was, I'm
1: just really now interested in, yes, I, the name of that movie where it was just like she's in the movie for five minutes. And oh, like, okay. Why, All right. I didn't realize
0: that you were actually looking for that thing. Sorry. I noticed she was
1: in Sucker Punch.
0: Yes, yes, She has yes. to
1: repeat some of the strangest dialogue I've ever heard. We have to find so, these three objects,
0: right? What? Yes, that's right. Ugh.
1: Uh, uh,
0: so, while I'm waiting for you to do that, uh-huh. I will say what we are going to watch for the rest of September. And I think we went over this briefly. Seven last Psychopaths.
1: That's the movie where basically she has two or three scenes. In well, bas- there
0: was only, there's only time for two or three scenes when there are seven psychopaths to get to. Right.
1: But she's just basically is the bitchy, angry girlfriend who then is part of a fantasy scene, and that's her entire contribution oh, to the movie. That sucks. That sucks.
0: I don't like that. Anyways, she's very good at this. Yeah, good. Playing a German woman. So next week, we're going to watch Eight Men Out, baseball movie, John Cusack. That's what I know. It's
1: John Sayles.
0: You knew more than me. Well, that's all. (laughs) The following week, we're going to watch Ronin. It's a crime drama. No
1: Japanese will be harmed in the making of that film.
0: Nope. Mm -mm. Robert De Niro might not make it, though. And finally, we're going to watch the Spike Lee joint, Smiracle at St. Anna. So that'll be the next three episodes, we hope.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, anything else, Sad?
1: Nope. I think this was good. I think we covered everything. It was an interesting film. It was, it's a very interesting subject because yeah. it's, it's much bigger than we can cover yes. in this podcast with any kind of uh, justice. But
0: Alacrity. You can tell me I'm a genius at uh-huh. Latecomers Pod on She's a Twitter. Genius. She should tell her latecomerspod at gmail.com uh facebook group facebook page we got a group we got a page group and page. page group and page we're expanding i try and post in there i'm not good at it i'll keep working on it uh lemuel's book Ceiling night is on sale on amazon
1: it's the perfect thing for sleepless nights
0: yeah, it extends to, them. And to, we're right. into the Halloween season, so here we Halloween go. Halloween
1: season. I should push it more because it's the perfect yeah. time for this. Oh right.
0: there we go. And I think that brings it to the end where we say, Remember, better that late that than, than never. never.